Welcome to the Entrepreneur Bootcamp Podcast. I'm your host and portfolio entrepreneur, Derek Schmidt. Today, we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business based on real life experiences and practical advice from other entrepreneurs. Hey everybody, this is Derek Schmidt. Today I want to talk to you about five things that helped me while I was growing my agency that I think every agency should be implementing. But especially in light of recent times like the whole COVID-19, our agency, we've been fortunate enough to grow for the last nine years. Uh, Each year we've doubled what we did the previous year, which is great. And I'm not naive to know that at some point, you know, that's going to come down. Uh, We can't always expect such growth. However, there's some things that I can certainly attribute to um, being able to have that sort of uh, uh, safety in our company, in our business, and to not really be um, as affected as I've seen some of my peers with this whole COVID-19 thing. And so here are some examples of things that I believe we implemented at the beginning stages of our agency and throughout um, the nine years that we've been in business that have really helped uh, with just having a solid business ultimately the first thing i want to talk about is serve different markets you know i was always reading everybody told me to niche down which is great there's certainly a lot of value in niching down um, because you get to know that one industry and those pain points and those profiles however i had some friends that had niched down and you know depending on where they niched down those industries in light of recent times were really affected by the whole COVID 19 so overnight I mean, their business almost went from, you know, doing really well to really struggling. And so that's one thing that I believe we did that helped us throughout uh, this whole situation was that we didn't focus on one specific market. Um, We found a market that had a demand. We served that market and then we found another. And so there's not one niche that we as an agency specialize in. And when I say agency, I'm speaking about Design Lab. Um, There wasn't one agency or one niche that we specialized in. And so I think, I think that helped us when some of those industries were affected. We didn't really feel that on the back end. Um, second to that, and I stress this a lot, it took me a few years to really grasp this, but the earlier you can do this, the better. Write down your systems and processes. Uh, this could be anything, you know, Google Doc, um, we used, uh, there was some free tool that we did some wire mapping that, that literally did a visual flowchart of our systems and our processes. And we even made that interactive. I later converted that to InDesign. And if you're interested, I'll definitely drop the link in the comments or something. Um, but that allowed our users to visually, or our employees to visually see what to do and how we do them so that it's, it's scalable, it's repeatable. It's almost as if I'm doing the work myself. Um, but I've got a team behind me that's actually doing that work. That's what's allowed me to kind of step back a little bit more from the agency and focus on the software side, which is Swell Systems. Um, So definitely start implementing your systems and processes as early as possible. If you're a solo entrepreneur right now, you know, just go ahead and take a day and write down everything or visually map out these things. Um, If you've already got a team behind you uh, and you feel like your systems or your processes are kind of weak, have them create them and then submit them to you to review and improve on, right? That way you don't have to take on so much pressure of doing all these things at once and are they gonna follow it or are they not? If they're already doing the work, have them create it and then you review it and ultimately approve it. The next thing I wanna talk about is subcontracting. 
I know that raises some flags with some people, but at the beginning stages of the agency, we actually were the subcontractor. We subcontracted for other agencies. That kind of got a little dicey um, as we grew because their clients started looking for us and trying to work with us directly. So we ended up cutting that cord, but we started utilizing um, subcontractors as we were growing our, our brand. And here's my philosophy on it. Utilize a subcontractor up until the point where it makes sense to eliminate the subcontractor and hire somebody on specifically for that. So for example, let's say we are subcontracting, uh, we're providing an agency service where, where, where we are creating blog posts, right? We're subcontracting those blog posts out to some third party provider. Well, at a certain point, it's going to make more sense for me as the business owner to bring that position in-house than it is to subcontract it. But up until I reach that point, I'm going to subcontract it and I'm going to mark it up by 2 3% or 2 to 3x, right? Whatever the case is. Um, that's going to allow me to grow and that's going to allow me to not have to worry so much on some of the um, taxes and some of the other things that come with hiring an employee if I'm not able to afford them at that time. Obviously, if I was able to afford them, I'm going the employer route before I go the subcontract route. But as you're growing and scaling your agency, subcontract as much as you can. The next thing I want to talk about is focusing on your profit margins. So you can have a $5 million agency, but if you've got a 10% or 8% profit margin, it really doesn't matter how much you're bringing in in revenue, right? If you were to go and sell that agency, ultimately, one of the things they're going to look at the most is what is the profit margin of this company? And so I'm grateful to be able to say that our profit margin in the agency was around 30% um, consistently uh, year over year. And so some of the things that I think we did that played into that profit margin was when we were calculating pricing, we knew, for example, what our expense were, what we had to bring in for a profit and then any kind of other overhead or anything. So we factored all of that into our pricing. For an agency, I believe it's ideal for you to have a 30% or more profit margin. It doesn't matter so much what the total revenue is uh, year over year from the agency, as long as you're growing. Um, it matters what the profit margin is. So even if you're making $100,000 a year, but you've got a 30% profit margin, it's going to look a lot better to a potential buyer if that's your exit strategy than something that's $500,000 or a million dollars a year, but it's only got like a 3% profit margin, right? Me as the owner or the potential new owner, I would want the business that yields the most profit for me. Finally, I want to leave you with make sure you're consistently growing, right? Look at what you did the previous year. Are you on track to, you know, double that? Are you growing? Are you keeping up with trends? In other words, don't be stagnant. Don't be complacent with anything. Um, I mean, look at, for example, what Amazon did to uh, the whole online and the retail industry. Um, blew it away by storm. So things you can be doing to constantly be growing, um, keeping up with new trends, you know, testing new services, speaking to your customers, uh, even do a SWOT analysis. It's not a bad idea to do this uh, maybe once every two years or once a year, whatever the case is, but really sit down and find out what your company's strengths, opportunities, weaknesses, and threats are. And if you do that, you will try to stay ahead of the curve a little bit more, or you'll be a little bit more prepared in, for example, the most recent situation with the whole COVID-19 thing um, and how you can ride that out. 
So make sure you're consistently growing. If you're not growing, then there's a problem in your business and you need to really um, dig deep to find what that problem is.